What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. We talk a lot about potential here, right? I mean, at least in my worldview, other than the times in the day where the present moment is to be respected, keeping a forward-looking view of life is probably the next most productive state to be in. In the personality tests, I definitely lean more towards the future-focused type, so it's okay if you don't relate to that. And I am human. I lament over the past and play out and beat the death scenarios in my head way longer than is healthy. So I'm not saying I don't live in the past at all. But what I am saying is that I acknowledge that when I am in most control, other than trying to be present when it's most appropriate, I try to be mostly in the productive zone of the future. In my opinion, being pragmatic in our short lifespan is the best way to make the most of it. Sure, that makes me more of a human doing than a human being because I'm always looking for something to do to make that future come to life, but I accept my flaws. So I'm just going to assume that even if you aren't like me exactly, that there is a potential gap a distance from where you are to where your heart's desire is. And for that, this discussion will very much try to be the reminder, encouragement, love, and support that you need on how to actualize that potential and narrow that gap. And guess what? Unlike some of my other episodes where I may try to come up with creative ways to tell you the core message, This one, I will save it and cut straight to the chase. You want that potential? You want to narrow that gap? You want more? You got to give more. You don't hustle, you don't eat. So hustle harder. You want to shorten that gap between where you are and where you want to get to? Start walking, crawling, rolling, inching. It will take your actual effort. No one will come to save you or make it easier. No, you will not meet someone who will finally open that door for you and make life easier and discover something that they see in you. That's all your entitlement talking. That you are already the thing that needs to be discovered. No, you need to become. That's you thinking you deserve to be on the other side of that gap already without having actually done the work. It's you thinking you already are it. So why should you have to do all the little things that take it? That's what's keeping you where you are right now stuck. Because you actually haven't taken the responsibility for the effort that it takes and will take. Or just accept that it won't happen and let's just move on. This is the tough love that I give to myself in my own head. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you want me to accept as an excuse for why that gap hasn't been narrowed from what you want in your life and where you are now, the only real thing that can be pointed to 
is you, is me. There is nothing else if you are being honest. If there is something left unmanifested, it is I who is standing in the way of it. I have to work along with the universe. There is a part I am playing, a weakness, a deficit that I'm manifesting instead. You see, the law of attraction never stops. It's not that it's not working because you can't see the thing that you want and it's not in front of you yet. It's not that it's not working. You're actually attracting the opposite of it and manifesting that instead. It's still working. And in this sense, its manifested outcome is a deficit to your desired end. It continues to manifest the gap. The answer to why is something that is still left to give inside of you. Something still left to give. I mean those words exactly. Something left to give on your end. Because if you gave more, you would have more. It's the laws of the universe. We ascend with effort, consistent effort. Let me explain. Aside from managing your mindset, my mindset, what I believe to be a pillar in my attempt to be a healthy human, aside from just managing my mindset, going to the gym and eating well, so diet and fitness are probably even more important to me than mindset. The gym is a place for me to exercise my demons aside from the physical benefits, which to me is just icing on the cake. The mental benefits is what has kept me consistently training for over a decade now. But I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you that I do enjoy the physical benefits and the icing. I do appreciate how I look in the mirror and how clothes fit on me and to me, a fit person exhibits signs of self-love that I can respect as soon as I see them. I can tell and I can respect the work that it takes in the dark that takes years, that only manifests after years of consistency. That's self-love. So how does this connect? While sitting at the dinner table the other day, my mother who comes from a time and culture where people do not deliberately go to a place to lift heavy things looks at my muscles and jokingly says, I don't know why people ruin their body. Implying that becoming more muscular, which again is a natural byproduct of first and foremost managing my mental health is somehow actually a negative or a wrong direction from the natural body that God gave me. Which got me thinking and, of course, debating in my head and out loud, which also actually connects to the point and relates to reaching our potential in this discussion. Let's start with the idea of our natural body and expand the metaphor, even though it is very much a very literal example. Our natural God-given bodies, our natural form, our natural shape, our natural being is naturally at rest, naturally relaxed. 
And the ironic part is when you start to move this natural body that God gave you, when you put load on it, when you stress it, ask it to work, move it in directions it's also designed for and contract it and relax it. It's not just meant to be in a relaxed state that it's naturally found in. So when you deliberately put load on it and contract it, literally, when you use each muscle, and I mean this in a very literal form, if you know a bit of exercise science, you know each of our muscles run in a certain direction. And to grow them is to essentially just to shorten them and to lengthen them. That's all muscle growth is. Use of the muscle. Contraction and relaxation. For example, your bicep. You curl up. Contract. You let your arm fall back down. Relax. You add load to that, your bicep grows. It's essentially me saying that when you take your body and being out of its natural relaxed state and use it in form and full range of motion with load, you grow muscle. You take it through its full designed, God-given motion with load, contraction, relaxation, muscle growth. So simple, right? And guess what I'm hoping you see this literal example metaphorically extend to? Everything you have been given naturally is in rested state. It is your effort that brings it to life, the contraction. And guess what happens when you isolate and compound enough effort in each appropriate direction of the God-given nature you have been given? You literally begin to expand. You take shape. You form. You sculpt. Each one of your latent muscles that were dormant, unused, never called to the job, never recruited, never asked to work, never put strain on, never required in any way, shape, or form. All of these begin to take form. Grow. To the point they identify themselves you can distinguish them from other muscles that they are surrounded by. Each uniquely defined, uniquely set up with its own unique function to extend, move, push, pull the body in a certain direction. All just waiting to do so with load that you demand to put on it. And again, the ironic part is in the point against my mother, and to be metaphorically sound and succinct, not only am I not ruining my natural body that God gave me, quite the opposite, in use, in use of each of the muscle fibers, in the emerging, slow development of each, each begins to take divine shape. The ironic part is, the more we use what God gave us, the more godlike we become.
You ever seen a flabby Greek god? You ever wonder why Greek gods are depicted as chiseled with abs and core to lift the entire universe? Because nothing is being left latent. God is the optimal example of actualizing all that can be to what is. Everything used and utilized and developed. And the honor is that we have been given the same opportunity. And we need not seek to purchase any enhancements from the outside. Simply using what we have been given enough times with enough strain, enough demand, enough consistency, enough awareness, enough. Just more than what you are giving now will bring out what you already have on the inside and start to bring you closer to the divine promise already available to us genetically by God's grace. So to bring the point home again without any artificial sweeteners, you want more, give more, pull more, push more. The God in you is waiting to emerge and shoulder your becoming. Love you, family. See you in the next show.